hello beautiful people good morning god bless you all i want to welcome everybody especially to today's edition of marriage diet this is the voice of festus flourish osemuahu and today is the 15th day of the month of july 2021 you are all welcome on board thank you very much for joining us again this morning it's good to know you are there to god alone be all the glory okay if you listen to yesterday's podcast you would realize or recall that i didn't finish uh, my response to the question that was raised yesterday and i actually promised i was going to do episode two honestly i'm hoping that i'll be able to use this episode two to finish this um of course my response to this question because um yes this question was really really quite lengthy almost it took almost about 10 minutes of our entire podcast but you know what i had to allow the questions to just roll because i wanted people to feel you know what this woman was going through and why she decided to raise this question and for me i'm sure a lot of persons um would be able to connect with her experience as well please you need to listen to yesterday's podcast to know where we are coming from number one i can't go through repeating the question again because it's such a very lengthy question but if you listen to yesterday's podcast i'm sure you'll be able to connect with what we're going to be talking about today in summary um yesterday's uh, question was actually talking about the woman who had misplaced her priorities sexually and uh, because of misplaced priority had given in quote we often use the word devil a chance but let me not really use the word devil had given so much room for um you know the husband to toe the line of infidelity without remorse and um, the woman rightly you know um you know um concluded by when she was writing up that question yesterday that she knew it was all her fault and she wants everything to be corrected she hopes it's not really too late to get her husband back the husband had gone into adultery and uh, he's just not uh, shifting his ground okay that's just a summary and i don't want us to go back into the question but if you recall what i was trying to explain yesterday is the fact that you know um there are basic things that we're supposed to do in marriage as what we call individual responsibility everybody has his own individual responsibility and for me the number one responsibility in marriage is the acquisition of knowledge the place of knowledge seeking no wonder the bible says my people are perished for lack of knowledge for lack of knowledge vision knowledge not the devil honestly because if you you like yesterday i was saying if you're a woman and you got married and you are running away from sex then you should not have gotten married you know sex is not a big deal for you then you should not have gotten married sex to marriage is the real deal and hey friends if you're a woman and you married a man you should know sex is a big deal to the man his body is all wired up sexually there is no um he he, he had the sexual relationship with the wife in the morning and then that's it he's not going to have it again for the next two weeks no there's no guarantee that that's going to be the case in fact in the afternoon in the night there could be a demand for yes 
it doesn't really have to be so because the man also needs to balance the emotion of the woman. It's not, I mean, the woman is not uh, a piece of toy, you know. You know what I mean? I mean, you have to balance up the emotion and ensure that uh, the woman's um, feeling is also brought into the equation. Yeah, but by and large, the man strives on his sexuality because of the testosterone that flows in his body. It's the hormonal, you know, thing about the man that makes him masculine. And he, he craves for sex. And so for you to have a very good man who behaves as if he's a very good boy, you know what I mean, sexually, all right? He, he's disciplined. He wants to keep the rules and regulation. Most of the time, it's because of his love for God. It's not as if what is between his legs have been cut off. He has tamed it because he knows it's a sin. And he can easily say no to those ladies out there. He can easily take his eyes away from sexual immorality because he fears God and he loves God. But don't also get this so much into your head to believe that if that man is tested, he might not fall. I mean, people, we have different threshold of what we call self-discipline for a lot of men. Don't push your husband because you wouldn't know when you will get to that threshold of self-discipline. That was what this woman did here. You pushed your husband. For 14 years, this man had not been sexually satisfied. But because of your attitude, because of the fear of reprisal attacks, or the way you will respond back to him, the way you will cut him to sight, the way you make him feel, oh, he, he, he is like you said in your, in your, in your question, maybe... He would think that, oh, this man, okay, you were practically accusing him, oh, because you wanted to go into extramarital affairs. This man kept quiet for 14 years. He kept quiet. I'm sure it was just like that solo thing, lie down here, you know, and it's like, oh, yeah, come and have me. Just because he demanded for it. Come and have me. The man comes on top of the wife. He has her, but no really to the satisfaction because the woman didn't participate sexuality in marriage is a mutual thing it's something about the two person playing the game together it's sweeter when both of them are involved in it it's not a one-way traffic you can't just lie down there like a log of wood and you expect that your husband will enjoy it he will practically be enduring it he will be prone to temptation if you don't allow him that sexual freedom it's the same thing over and over. You're not even participating in it. He does the same thing the same way. The day he says, let me raise up one of your legs. Come, where did you learn that style? Oh, you have been chasing after these small girls. What are you doing? You are chasing your husband away. You are making it a little bit much more difficult for him. The Bible said that two shall become one flesh one flesh and they were both naked the man and his wife and they were not ashamed that nakedness is sexual freedom sexual transparency both of them have got to be transparent the husband have got to be able to say to the wife without any fear of of attack without any fear of condemnation sweetheart the way i'm feeling down here i am hot there is i'm burning there is fire down there i just need fire service to be able to quench this fire sweetheart 
can I die your private number? I, I'm dying your emergency number. Please, can you come and you know you are the only one that can quench this fire down here. The way it's burning, I, I need this, uh, you know, your fire service to be able to quench it. A man, the husband should be able to tell the wife that way. The husband should be able to call the wife, you know, midday into the day on the afternoon, the noon, and say, sweetheart, the way I'm feeling, I'm just feeling so, 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 you know what I mean. In fact, I might never complete the statement. The wife will understand. I'm just feeling so, so, so hot. I say, hey, so if you're hot, why don't you look for where to, to be put to go and push yourself in and, and, and take a shower or either. I'm like, no, 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 you know now, this kind of being hot, there's no water that can quench it. You see, it's about sex sexual freedom when you tame your husband and he becomes fearful that's the right word he becomes fearful because he doesn't know how you're going to respond to it this is what often happens and i think this was the mistake you made this woman listened to the sound of my voice this was the mistake you made and now he now summoned up the courage after 14 years i, I don't know where he got that courage from maybe he listened to a message he, he, he had talked within himself instead of being to die maybe at that time he was even being pushed he had this lady you know these office ladies now you know the way they would dress to kill sometimes some of them are even married they don't care they don't care anymore. You are a wife out there. You are hearing the sound of my voice. You think times that we are in is still the same as it used to be those days? Wake up. Times have changed. Women no longer mind. There are a lot of women that no longer mind just having affairs with married men. They don't want to marry him. They just want to take a piece of the cake. Some would even want to push the woman out of the house. It's not like those days when um, things like this are considered, you know, taboos. You know, you know what I mean. Uh, no, don't do. It. But these days, some women would not even care. It's the man in the office that will go and toast the woman. Let me use the word that will sexually approach the woman. These days, women in the office they are the ones that will even approach the man. If the man is not making any approach, it's the woman that will even put all the signs there. We have women who will come out and tell the man, Don't, can't you, you, you are not, are you trying to say you are not seeing all these signs, you know, all these road signs I'm showing for you? What is your problem? Are you not a man? Eh? Don't you feel like a man? The people, especially women, some of these undisciplined women, they are becoming bolder and bolder. I mean, the act of bravery attacking men these days is something else because the society allows it. It's a societal thing. Times have changed. The level of immorality and promiscuity has gone so high. The devil is really pushing this into the minds of the people. In social media, is not helping matters. And everything in the social media is pro-sexuality. To the ladies they will use for advert, they are almost half naked. To the scenes they will show in movies, it's all about sexual content. See, almost everything is sexually oriented or related. And so we have a society that is driven by sexual attitude, a very strong sexual attitude for whatever it is that people don't even mind anymore. Women out there, please listen, that's the kind of ladies in the office we are dealing with these days. And so it's possible that was the pressure this man was going through. Possible that was the pressure your husband was going through, this person that asked this question. And maybe that was what pushed him out to ask. Let me, maybe my wife will understand. If I tell her this, 
Maybe she would adjust. Maybe we can pick this up a little bit again. Maybe she can be a little bit much more active. And all I just need is that extra dimension to this. And that would just be it. And it sums up the courage. And look at the second mistake that the woman made. Tonglashed the husband condemned him and made him look like the devil you made that mistake but you see what eventually happened he drew back to his shell like a snail you practically caught him i, I wouldn't know what happened but you see you know i can imagine what happened deep down in his heart it was like cutting somebody to size a man who wanted to be free with the wife and said, this is what it is. I have not been satisfied. You turn 14 years of, of truthful confection to mean this man doesn't love you or he didn't love you before or he has turned against you. But you see, you tongue-lashed him and according to your question, the question you put out, he said the next day the man came to apologize. Oh, wow. It was like, ah, I can imagine the man would have thought about it. What even led me to even bring up this matter? Okay, for peace to reign. See, you've been the tigress here. I have a feeling that your husband has been more scared of you than being scared of the devil. Yeah, that's the right word. I'm sorry, I have to be hard on you a little bit because I will tell you the way I bet I need to be hard on you so that other women out there making the same mistakes can learn. Sex is for, bo for both of you. You don't gamble with it. You don't gamble with it. Both of you must have that freedom to be able to express yourself. Because the devil is looking for every means to cut couples out of their sexual connection. And you are there, you are saying, hey, his son is too much. Hey, it should be much more understanding. He's carnal. He's not giving time to spirituality. Who told you that sex is not spirituality? It's as more spirituality than as being carnal. In fact, it's more spiritual. But you see, you knocked him off. He went back to his shelf, he apologized to you the next day, and he changed. Okay, you see, what he did was, I, I just crossed the line. And I'm sure when he got back to the office that day, even that same night, he made up his mind, I'm not going to disturb this woman anymore, and I don't care. So it's like, I, I, I pray for your husband, actually, and I pray that he's restored. And if he's hearing the sound of my voice, he needs to understand that adultery is a sin. No matter how you try to paint it, there is no justification. God will not justify him for it. And I pray he is restored. But I want you to understand that a soul has been pushed to a line leading going to hell. Possibly because of your negligence or your carelessness. And then... That man died within himself, woke up the next morning and he resolved in his heart. I don't care if this is considered sin. If it is a sin, then I must commit this sin. I can't keep quiet anymore. And then he went into it. Possibly he was the one that went to approach this lady this time around. And then they started an affair. You know what? It was after the night or the day the husband spoke to you and you tongue-lashed him and fought him. That was the day you lost your husband. That was the day he died. Literally, he died. You lost him. Because that was the day he decided to go out. The man, your husband has been a good man. That he even, How many men will come and tell their wife, eh, I'm not satisfied? But it's possible if he had even told you there's a woman disturbing me in the office, you will, I can imagine you will even punish him much more. You will even deprive him of the sex he was having for the way he was even having it with you. But you see, he went to the other woman outside and he took solace in that woman. And now the rest is history. 
that's what usually happens. When a man has crossed that line and he feels there is nothing else again to regret, he wouldn't go beyond that line. And this is what a lot of women need to understand. Because once he goes out, it's pretty difficult for him to come back. It's difficult. Do you know what? The devil will always make that grass greener. Number one, the woman and the man, they don't live together in the same house. That makes it more interesting. You know, you live together with your husband and wife together. You do things that offend each other and you know what I mean. But now someone that comes from outside, you easily celebrate each other much more because you don't live together. You don't offend yourself much more. So for such relationship with these men, it's easier for them to stick with it because they won't see that woman as a tigress all the way you are. But if they bring that woman to the house, of course, that woman could be a, 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 you know, a bigger tigress. You know what I mean? But he's going to see that woman as a better woman because she's not living together in the same house with him. All right. Whenever they see each other, she will, that woman will always put up that very good woman attitude. And hey, I, I won't be surprised if what this man was looking for, that a little bit of innovation, that a little bit of let's spice things up. I won't be surprised that this woman had got all the swag. This woman had got all the move. Again, this is where we return back to the body of Christ. Whenever I say, let's talk about sex and learn, especially for singles out there. Yes, you are not yet married, but learn now. When you get married, make sex with your spouse, your husband, a big deal. It should be brought back to the church. The church have got to find a way to do what I call sexual education without boundary, without limitation. Sex is not a taboo within the ambience and environment of marriage. It must be thought. Just like every aspect of human endeavor, sex must also be thought. Because if we don't teach it in the right way, the people involved will learn it in the wrong way. And that is why easily people will go to the internet today and try to learn sex from other ways. There's all called the Christian sex. Let's talk about it. And hey, friends, in talking about it, we must talk about sexual freedom and innovativeness. Being innovative. This one-way traffic, this missionary style of a thing. Ah, ah, you, it's, ah, is your name Mary Celeso? Are you a missionary Mary Celeso? Eh? Or are you a missionary Mongo Park? Must it be missionary style? The man lies down on top of the woman. That is it. For the past uh, 14 years, that's the way it is. The woman just lies down like a log of wood. That's the way it is. But you know what? Because of the mismatching with the singles listening to this, I might not be able to delve into those you know, innovations that couples can always bring in on board. But hey, thank God she acknowledged the fact that the first message that she even got to her was a Saturday message. And as you notice, weekends are devoted to sexual teachings. And I want to employ you couples. Keep your ears on ground for the weekend editions. Don't see it as, oh, this one is too raw. Embrace it. Learn learn most of those times i make this audio podcast my wife is always there sometimes as i believe she'll be laughing because it's something we practice it's something we do we're very free with these things and because we do this and it's been able to help us that is why i come out to teach these things all right and so i expect that you also be able to flow along that line make your marriage a paradise i repeat again make your own marriage a paradise 
all right there are, there is no one formula that works for everybody but you've got to integrate this to make it work be innovative sit down talk to yourself as a wife hearing the sound of my voice ask your husband are there things you want us to do differently are you being satisfied do you love the way i gave it to you can we change the arrangement a little bit what do you want it's like <laughs> you know what we call point and kill the blank check oh yeah point and kill you know the other day i talked about um um, what do you call it now? Sex in the shelf. All right. Maybe I will repeat that topic again. It's like picking it out one by one. To, in the in the, in in the rotor, you know, this is the next one. This is the next one. You should be that free. You should be that free. And sex in the shelf should be something that both of you should embrace. What do we have next on the menu? Okay, we've just had this menu now. This was so delicious. Wow. What's the next one now? That freedom should be brought in on board. But you know what? I deliberately made up my mind I wasn't going to rush this because I wanted to just let you know where you went wrong before I would talk about the solution. So I'm going to do episode three because of you and because of the way uh, um, this message came on board and because of the way I know that a lot of persons are going through this. So I'm going to do episode three. So in that episode three, I'm going to be talking to you, ma'am, about how to go after this man and win him back. You've got to win him back. Thank God I haven't heard that he has left the house or the marriage has been divorced or you have divorced him. All right. So there is still that um, chance that you still live together. It's just that his heart is set outside and he doesn't care anymore. He didn't even hide it from you and he prefers to go outside to do outside. All right. There's a way we can look at this. And I believe that if you listen to my instruction, you will get him back. So I'm going to do that tomorrow. But please let everybody learn from this. Every woman out there learn from this. If yours hasn't gotten to this, it doesn't have to get to this. Learn from it. That body belongs to your husband. And your husband's body belongs to you. With good understanding, both of you can work out a formula that works best for both of you. Don't deprive yourselves of each other. And don't always feel my husband's own is too much. It's the nature of the man. He's, 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 he's pro-sex. The testosterone he means drives him sexually. You've got to understand. He's not like you as a woman who sits down and just feel everything is normal. For the man, it's not, everything is not normal. He's not. He's always on fire. <laughs> so there's got to be a way of quenching that fire. And this is where your understanding has got to come in. All right. You know what? Let's just hold it here today. Please share this podcast with others. We just don't know who will be blessed with this podcast. We're going to continue from here tomorrow as we now give. I will give by the wisdom of God the solution on how to go after this soul. All right. You can connect with us. Our WhatsApp number is plus 234 for it we will get back to you in case you do reach us all right let's do this again tomorrow god willing until then don't forget if marriage is an institution then couples and singles must be students don't forget about the seminar we have on saturday the mystery of the guided noise what a powerful you know topic you will learn so much from it please um check any of the flyers um, you have that we have sent in follow the link and register uh, via eventbrite and you will have access to the zoom meeting it's going to be very powerful all right until i come away again tomorrow don't forget if marriage is an institution then couples and singles must be students. Marriage care truly cares. God bless you. Do have a great day. Bye.